Hey everybody, welcome back to Ideally Though. Ideally Though. I'm your host, Erica, and with me is my hubby, my bestie, my butter biscuit. Here, what's up everybody? How y'all doing out there? It is Mother's Day weekend. Yeah. Mothers. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Are you excited? Not really. Oh, well, I guess that's <laughs> that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't expect anything and I don't I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you know, well, I, I'll let you know. It, it's stuff that's simple. So you have stuff that is coming. It's simple, you know. Yeah. Just to show. Because I want to, you know, we're going to go out on some other things later on this year for you. But, yeah, Mother's Day, you know, I'm going to show you some love for sure. And I want the kids to show you some love for sure. You know, I'm looking forward to it personally. Do you think that, okay, I, I, you know, with, like, Father's Day and Mother's Day, do you think because... I don't get this with Mother's Day, but it happens with Father's Day where we say happy Father's Day to mothers. Do you think that's just like corny or and people should do that? Um, Same thing with men like, oh, happy Mother's Day. You know, what's funny. Men do women do that to men. I might have been the only opposite side of uh, the spectrum a while back ago where I was like, yo, um, you know women some women are fathers out here because like my mom you know was like a single parent at one point in time you know what i mean but then now being an actual father you know what i'm saying yeah like there is no way shape or form a woman could teach a a a boy how to be a man in one way in my personal opinion right you just you can't really do it you can teach him how to respect a bit but to be a man that's one thing and fathers just can't do that Our, our mothers can't do that so like for for them to you know get that kind of accolade on Father's Day is is mad corny to me now. It was definitely corny to me. <laughs> no shade to nobody. I was raised by uh, both my parents, but like adolescent wise was my dad, and um, I just thought it was like okay, we have times for everybody. There's Mother's Day. There's Father's Day. Yeah. Even if you play both roles, I don't think that we need to like acknowledge like overly acknowledge mothers on father's day like let the men have that we there's already a stigma especially in the black community of not being all these absentee fathers so i hate i'm gonna be honest when i see on facebook or when women really want to hear happy father's day i'm like girl sit down have several seats yeah it's because we don't do that to men on mother's day yeah it's mad corny to me it, it, i used to be like that because at the end of, uh, when be, when i was younger you know i didn't know any better you know what i'm saying I, I only understood that my mom did take care of most of the things you know what i'm saying and especially when i was a kid you know it was only me and her in the beginning so but like becoming a father and then seeing how you interact with him but then the way we interact together it's like no there's there's no way uh, another woman could get that, you know what I mean? You're gonna, you he needs right. that from me, and he can only get it from me. So, in a way, that influence it just it's not the same. So, those, you know, y'all got your day. Shout out to them dads out there who would be do who do be out there putting in work. You know what I mean? Single fathers or not, you out there putting in work when you are doing it. Shout out to you. Well, it's Mother's Day, so I know shout out to the mothers. But like, Mother's Day aside, you know. No, I just thought, thought about that because, you know, Father's Day is in another month. And I'm like, oh, I hate hearing when mothers be like, oh, say happy Father's Day. Because it doesn't happen too. on this day for us. Like, there's not a, yeah. like a single father out there getting a happy Mother's Day from anybody because that would be mad disrespectful as fuck. Right. <laughs> so it's like, I hate when the women be like wanting that. I'm just going to be honest. I don't like to hear it. I don't see it being cute 
wanting to be say you know be told happy father's day it's it's mad corny it's stupid just stick to mother's day we already do a lot in mother's day <laughs> so yeah. you know we, uh, women get acknowledged we get acknowledged um we put in a lot of hard work hard work okay this body this mind the spirits <laughs> <laughs> okay but, Shout out to your moms, man. You know, like, you know, when Father Day come around, let's just say to the fathers that we know, the uncles, the, the grandfathers who are really there, you know, for yeah. the kids, let's, like, kind of leave out the, like, the extras with the happy Father's Day to the mothers is a hot mess. Word. For real, for real. To me. But um, do you want to tell the baby girls what we're going to talk about today? So you approached me with this list idea, um, and we know people like lists. And uh, this was some of our top favorite movies, and I believe, like, top three. Yeah. I know we have a pool of movies that we're, we can pull, our, of our movies are pulling from. I'm a movie connoisseur. Yeah, so, so like, this was, this was hard to, like, really narrow something down. But some of our top movies, and we're going to give out three of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're not making it crazy long. But Yeah, right, 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 right. I'm going to start from the bottom and work my way up. Okay. Um, starting with my... I mean, we're doing top three. Starting with my third one, it is going to be Rent. So, the musical Rent. Really? Yeah, that got turned into a movie. Huh. That came out in November of 05. And I remember, like, senior year, junior year, when the choir would be, like, singing at our assemblies, they was... That is great. I love musicals, like good musicals. Like, if you're like, oh, you like Tyler Perry's? No, I don't like that. I'll be fast forwarding through the songs, like most of those. But, like, a good musical, Rent is a, a, it has a great story. Everybody on there, they were singing. I mean, Tate did. I didn't even know he knew how to sing, but he was singing his little bald head off. Okay, we have, what's the name? Uh, uh, Rosie Dawson or whatever. Oh, R- Rosaria, uh, Rosaria Dawson. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know she. She was the one who could. She can carry a tune. Yeah, she's dope. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I fucked with her on there. Um, this was made from Jonathan Larson. He's the one who actually created the play. Cool. Um, and then you know later on, it got turned into a movie. And, you know we have so many, ver- not say versions, but you know Rent has been done over and over and over again on Broadway, you know. And the crazy thing is that he didn't he didn't even get to see the movie actually um like play out. Like he actually passed away the day before the premiere of Whoa. Rent. Yeah. Really? He, yeah, he he passed away from this uh I think it was some it was some kind of cardiovascular issue he had. That's crazy. It's like, yeah, he he did a play called Tick, Tick, Boom that really, like, blasted his career. And then he wrote Rent. And then the day before Rent premiered on Broadway, he passed away. Wow. And, you know, I think it's amazing. I I give so much kudos to um, Broadway shows and musicals because especially those who are, like, not the ones who write the whole play and the music, like, that to me is fucking talent. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Jonathan Larson, you you wrote the whole play. You actually exposed like this illness, you know, HIV nineties pandemic, epidemic in um New York City, you know, really brought awareness to 
the you know the sickness and then you have music like you wrote all this music I, I was like that is talent like I fuck with anybody who can do something like that it's not like I'm not just writing a story but I'm also writing the music like Tyler Perry does that um my guy from like Hamilton he does that like that takes a lot of talent I wonder how long it takes for someone to even like do like write a whole play with the music like I don't I would think it would take a lot of time but I don't know mm. Have you seen Rent? I mean, yes. you're with me. So. Yes, I, I mean, I have been married to you for a while. And I, I, okay, I'll say this. The reason why I said really earlier is because I didn't realize it was one of your favorite mm. movies. I knew it was a favorite musical of yours. Yeah. But for it to be one of your favorite movies, that's like, oh, okay, I get it now. Um, It is a musical I only enjoy watching because it's super nonsensical to me as a logical, you know, like, my engineer brain, you know, I like look at it like what? What they, but they, they it's super year, what? entertaining. That's the thing about it is it's entertaining. Uh, I gotta say, shout out to my nigga uh, in the Flash and in this movie, and uh, who What's can sing Jesse his ass Martin. off? Jesse L. Martin. Jesse he L. Martin with sing. the Santa Fe joint. Yeah, he best song sing. in the whole goddamn movie. Best song in the movie, hands down, hands down. Facts. That man can sing his ass off. It's great. I believe I have. Of course, I, I'm pretty sure I have Rent on DVD somewhere. Yeah, you have a huge collection. Uh, it's yeah, it, it's so. in there somewhere. I remember seeing the little sticky note looking cutout magazine pieces. I've seen it. Yeah, I, I love Rent. Um, shout out to Jonathan Larson. He, you know, and all those people who really kept his vision alive. You know, what is your uh, what is your favorite song in it? I love all the songs, to be honest. Okay. So, I, I mean, you do sing all of them, I or at least be bobbing with it when when it comes on. Yeah, I know every word to every song, everything. I, I love Rent. So, if you haven't seen Rent, go look it up. I mean, if people still Redboxing. <laughs> <laughs> Redbox is funny. <laughs> See if you can get it on Redbox. No, go look for it. It's streaming somewhere, but, I mean, you can just go on Amazon if you really want to and uh, buy the DVD, Blu-ray. But that is my third one, Rent. Okay. That's the first one I'm starting off with. All right. Um, so, for my film, I'm going to go with... Uh, mm, I'll go with this one first, yeah. So, so, it's something that everybody has at least watched once in their life. Everybody has watched this movie once. It's, it's a classic of a film. And I will, I guess, loop the entire series into it. Uh, and it's Back to the Future. You um, really fuck with Back to the Future as like, one of your favorites. Dumb heavy, like dumb heavy, like dumb heavy. Back to the Future, it outweighs uh, Indiana Jones for me. And you know, like Indiana Jones is one of my loves. Uh, I'm dating myself here, but <laughs> but yeah, Indiana Jones is like that entire series is one of my absolute loves. But there's like a failure in that like cluster of films. Uh, the Back to the Future series. Continuity aside, because there are some small issues here and there, uh, it is one of my absolute favorite series of absolute all time. I right? got it right here. Yeah. You know, I had to buy the whole trilogy. I love Back to the Future. Yeah. Stop playing with me. It is one of the best films. Michael uh, J. It Fox? piqued my Come interest overall uh, when I seen it about, like, physics in, in, in a way. Yeah. Time travel, physics, it was like, huh, I wonder if we were able to like go a certain type of speed, would it travel? Of course it's not eighty eight miles per hour, you know, everybody knows, you know, you gotta go 
faster than light. But like, what would be like? What were the odds that someone can make this out of a DeLorean of all things? It made me fall in love and want a DeLorean to this day. Like, if I ever make some really nice money, I'm buying one as just to have it. (laughs) I love Back to the Future. You know, when I was giving birth and waiting for my little baby to come out, they was playing that on TNT in the hospital (laughs) on repeat. And my sister, to this day, will not watch it because that was what we were sitting there watching for hours waiting for that little shit to come out my stomach so she not fucking with back to the future but i i mean i love back to the future i even played the game remember i had the game to back yeah. to the future yeah i do remember <laughs> I that i played that i love back to the future. i love michael j fox he has a new docuseries coming out yeah isn't it called uh still i don't know but it's talking about his parkinson's his parkinson's i think yeah. it's called still we got christopher lloyd stop playing with christopher lloyd Don yeah. Brown? I mean, uh, I'm gr- incredibly thankful for the minds of Bob Gale and Robert Zemeckis for this. Uh, I feel yes. like it it kind of pe- like it kind of sent people in the direction of like, oh, what if I could be Doc Brown and like figure out like time travel? It like field scientists everywhere. Honestly, uh, there's so many of these like GQ things where they interview like scientists from all these yeah. different types of fields and they ask them like what's your favorite with some of your favorite movies and uh, like a high percentage of them are like i love back to the future, back to the future. Amazing. marty it's your kids we gotta save your kids marty <laughs> <laughs> i i love that i love that's on your list um it's probably in my top five yeah for sure yeah for sure i love back to the future. what's your favorite one out of the trilogy out of the trilogy yeah oh i'm gonna have to say it's the second one why just because it flushed out a lot more of the timeline explanation stuff and it got grittier in like how timelines can split and what things can be like how things change and stuff like that i think that they had looped in a bunch of the continuity stuff Mm -hmm. and fixed a few things changed a few things that made it into like a little more of a logical sense um and it it's it was a much bigger budget so you could see it like the the upgrade it's just one of my absolute, uh, absolute think... favorite movies, absolute favorite series. Uh, I don't mind the third one. That's one that everybody seems to like think is super lackluster. You so know, for me, it definitely was. Like, I love the second one because we got to see the future. Not gonna lie, I was like, "Ooh, 2015 gonna be." Yeah, and, all, and then 2015 ain't shit. I mean, the fact that he was like, "Where we're going." We don't need roads. Right. And, like, you put on the shades, dude. Ah. I, I, lo- I was like, ooh, that's what we're going to be wearing. You know, yeah. Michael Jackson's still going to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, they were wrong. You know, I mean, there are so many things right now that we have that are in those movies that I'm like, man, that's pretty cool that we have these sorts of things. But we are super far away from so many other things and how easy and, and shit could be if, you, if, we, could, if we could only master – fusion and put it on the back of a car and all you gotta do is put like a banana a beer can and, and a condom <laughs> inside Ooh, of it, it was all really <laughs> freaking you know what i'm saying um but the third one i wasn't really fucking with i, I was like I, I can do without the i like it i don't mind it. It, it's it did make sense though about like you know when uh marty would start saying oh we used to call that like this you know yeah. it was cool or whatever yeah um but i really fuck with the second one uh have you know fun fact about the third one he almost died michael j fox almost died during the filming of that uh the part where he almost or where he gets strung up and pulled by the horse I I heard he actually oh, like hung himself and he was up there for you a while think that's how the parkinson's yeah and they had started. <laughs> and that's, 
No, just playing. I love Michael J. Nope, I love Michael J. Fox. Y'all not gonna do this to me. Not okay. Yeah, it caused a it caused a bunch of damage to him. So, and then also like it wasn't even Michael J. Fox in the beginning. It was my guy from. I've seen him all. He's that redhead guy. I I wouldn't. Danny Bonaduce? What you talking about? No, it was no damn Danny (laughs) Bonaduce. I've seen him on multiple things, but it just didn't flow. He was very like, oh, the movie's sad and. They was like kind of ready to get rid of his ass, so it was good that they got to circle back around because Michael J was always their kind of their first, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he made time with also filming his TV show. So yeah, I really like uh, Back to the Future, so that was a good choice. Yeah, makes me want a DeLorean. I swear to God, I'll eventually get one. And uh, yeah, greatest scientific explosion movie into like other scientific explosion movies of all time. I love it. All right, so my next one is gonna be a bitty 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 bumba. A bitty 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 bitty. Selena. <laughs> <laughs> it's some. It, I guess Selena's not a musical, but they was jamming. They was jamming on the ones and the twos. Okay, jamming we on the ones. We got introduced one. to Jennifer Lopez on Selena. We fell in love. We was we thought Jennifer Lopez was Selena. We was like, girl, you looking good, quiet as kept. We thought she was a little cuter, you know. I was, I think, when did that come out? March of 97. So I had to be in, like, second, third grade when Selena came out. Um, And I went to the movies to see Selena. We was all balling. And I had not even heard about Selena. You know, I'm black. So I was like, I never heard of this lady before. But I think they did a really good job with, like, portraying her life, I guess, in the latter years. You know, we got, like, her as a child and how that started but then they kind of focused more so like right on the cusp of her getting big and then her you know exploding um so i i really love selena the music was banging <laughs> it was banging everybody played their part to a t to me because when i saw saw like the real people i was like you guys did really good i knew there was some controversy because i've seen like just some behind the scenes with like uh, people being upset that it was a Puerto Rican woman and not a Mexican woman playing Selena. I can see fans kind of being upset about that, but like, if Jennifer Lopez didn't do nothing else, if we, if she didn't work anymore, like she, Selena, like probably one of the best movies she ever played in, like that's what got her start. I really believe. Like, I, res- I respect that. I respect that. Selena was so. It was good. Uh, I don't know. Did you watch Selena a lot? Or, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, every black girl in the hood or, or not watched Selena. And my sister was absolutely fucking in love with her. I mean, she would do the washing machine and shit. Like, she would sing all of the songs with the movie. She mm-hmm. had an album. She had a bunch of t-shirts. Like, like it was a thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, that was that was kind of like it was a staple in the neighborhood we were in. Yeah, like you know even now, like I'm I'll run out and give me a Selena graphic tee, or you know I think she, they had like a Selena lipstick at one point. I'm, Genuinely speaking, that. at this point, you have to people have to earn or own a you either own a Nirvana tee, right? A Tupac tee, a Selena tee, or a Biggie tee, or a Leah, or a Leah. Like, yeah, yeah, it's like those ones. Yeah. Those are those, those are the goats. Honestly, yeah. You know what? Did you ever watch the Selena um, series on Netflix? No, I was actually going to ask you. How do you feel? How do you feel about it comparatively to 
the original with uh, Jennifer Lopez. You know, I fuck with my girl who played Selena um, on the series because it was my girl Rosita from The Walking Dead. She played Selena, and I didn't know how it was going to look because she's kind of a petite girl, um, but they made it work. I don't know, you know, she if they had a little cushion in the back for a little bit more ass or whatever. Um, I don't know if she's Mexican, I would assume. I think she may be. She did really good because this series focused on um the start of selena like i did not know selena went through a so much hair change like she was so like oh i'm gonna dye my hair blonde oh i'm gonna cut my hair oh i'm gonna crimp my hair we didn't get the 80s selena in the movie oh really we got the yeah we just got the 20 some year old in selena basically so they did some real background stuff it was in some background Netflix. and it took me a minute to watch it because at that point like, i think after i had my i had my boob surgery and i was uh down for like a week or two i had no choice but to watch selena and it was good i liked it you know and i i liked that it didn't it wasn't the same as the movie it mm. was like oh we get to focus on teenage selena and before we even got big you know before we had a record label you know like it's, it's, i mean because you have that movie to go up against you know what yeah, I mean? that's so a huge hard. bar to set you know oh, I mean? it, that bar was set so fucking high yeah and that's what took me so long to watch it but i i, I wanted to see it. i thought it was going to be good and they had like two parts to it um and i gave it a chance and i liked it because i was like oh this is totally different from the movie we didn't it wasn't like they were trying to compete and do exactly the same thing it was like no let's show the teenage 20 21 year old 19 year old selena with all the hair changes and um, being spread thin and without the record deal. And, you know, I, I like that. So, yeah. shouts out to, you know, but one thing I have to say about the series, though, where the budget go? Because the hair budget was out of line. Everybody didn't watch it. If you watch uh, <laughs> On My Block, uh, who was the Oscar played, like uh, one of the guitarists on the Selena series, I said, what y'all got on his head? The the, the <laughs> hair budget was out of damn line. And anybody who didn't watch the Selena series know what the hell I'm talking about. The hair was looking a hot damn mess. That's great. I, they was lining them up on, online, though. I am, I was like, ooh, I don't know if I want to watch this because the previews got they, the wigs was looking like they went to Sally's and got the shaking goes real quick. And Party City wig? <laughs> they went, <laughs> yeah, they went down to the bar where the Honda cars be. Fucking <laughs> Dineva be saying, but and I was like, "Ooh, what, what y'all spent all the money on the soundtrack? Damn, probably the is a hot damn. Probably, thing. I would imagine the estates like you got to pay up to use some of this. <laughs> and it's Netflix that want to do it. Oh, you definitely got to pay go some down dollars to the neighborhood. And the wig budget coming out this motherfucker. Yeah, because the hair was looking a hot damn mess. But overall, I say that to say like where it started. The Selena movie was everything to me growing up. And yeah. I had it on tape, and I would watch it, like, every other day. Mm. So. Okay, Selena. That is my, and it's in my top three. Nice. Nice. What you got next? Um, All right. Uh, I'm going to do this one here. It is a action movie that I have, I owned at this point, maybe on, before Cloud really started becoming into a thing, like at least on six separate devices. Okay. Uh, so I'll buy it over and over and over again if I had to, just to have it because it's really, really good. Um, this action movie defined a genre in ways that how action is filmed today. We would not have John Wick movies without this film. And it's The Raid Redemption. 
This uh, I don't think I watched the raid. Who in it? Uh, you've watched it with me. You've watched it with me, but it's not. It's it's one of these movies where like the fights are super bloody. Got a lot to do. It got to do with like a lot of arm cuts and. Let me look it up. The things raid. you you don't like neck cuts and. Don't they have a multiple though? Yeah, they have two of them. I have the okay. whole series. So far, there's supposed know. to be three. I'm uh, from what I've read, but uh, it's a 2011 film, um, written and uh, directed by Gareth Evans. I believe. Uh, I know it's directed by him. I, want to, I don't know if it's written. It could be written also by Eco Uis, uh, If I, put, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. But he's the, also the main star of the film. And he uh, oh, he basically yeah. plays a uh, a member of a SWAT team that is going to raid a large tenement, right? It takes place in like uh, Indonesia. And they're going to raid this tenement, and the tenement basically is filled with an entire drug gang. Uh, they run the entire tenement at, uh, as their like hideout, and uh, the gang's leader basically tells the entire building that like, "Yo, rent's free for a while. If anybody brings me any of the heads of these uh, SWAT members that are breaking in." And then the entire apartment becomes a war zone for each and every SWAT member on the on the team. It's I seen it. Yes, yeah, yeah, I told it you. Was seen good. It. Yeah, it yeah. was good. You've seen it. You've seen it. It's got a lot of the the some of the kung fu fights around. Like this is where all this stuff you see now and all the uh, all the Marvel movies are using all their cuts with all the punch ins with like how fast the hands move and. You know, you got to make sure somebody throws a knife up to catch it one way. And You know what I was low-key thinking about that was kind of similar, <laughs> don't shoot me, but like RoboCop. Was Judge? That? Dread? Yeah. <laughs> Judge, Judge. No, but same premise you know when it comes we to the like, tenement, yes, yeah. with the drug leaders. Which That's you, not you, the same uh, Judge Dredd and But it's not the same movie. Ain't the same movie? Definitely not the same movie. Uh-huh. Uh, movie connoisseur. <laughs> <laughs> Um, same thing. They got the same little helmet on. Oh, that's not right either. <laughs> not even true. Shush. Uh, <laughs> no, this uh, this movie has is what honestly defined how so many more movies were filmed later in life. Counting Kingsman, recounting Marvel films, recounting uh, John Wick films, the Mission Impossible joints. Now, like yeah, it came out in like 2011. Yeah, so it was 2011. Probably something that was like ooh, this revolutionary. Is new. Yeah, because we've never seen action that was so visceral yet it felt like a dance in so long. Mm. This it 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 is a uh, it is a martial arts movie that kind of puts a modern take on what old martial arts kung fu movies used to be. They were always supposed to represent a form of storytelling and a dance. That's what martial arts right. films were right um and with that you get that with such with way better cameras and editing the cinematography is amazing i mean some of the bloodiest action i've ever seen and it's fucking awesome and i mean it's visceral it'll make you go ooh, but it's so worth it and uh a edge of your seat just action classic the rate redemption is like top tier action movie top fucking tier aged like fine wine will never go out, you know, of style ever. I mean, we if I watch it right now, it won't look old. It will not look old. Mm. It, I have watched it in the last year, and it still has aged. Like I'm watching a John Wick film now. I'll say it like this: It is a Indonesian film. Your acting's not going to be the greatest, right? 
Okay. But then we've also seen the same few actors in this movie. They're the ones who are doing the cinematography on Marvel now. We've seen Eco in all these other classics in Fast and the Furious. We've seen them in Marvel. We've seen them in John, like yeah, John Wick. We've seen them in the Taken movies. Like they went on to do make all the American films just badass, way more badass than they need to be because of the raid. The acting when it comes to you know your dialogue every now and again, it's gonna be off. It's Indonesia. You're not gonna get classic you know Oscar worthy stuff over here. But that action. <laughs> the way these men will go and take a kick to the face for your camera, you'll never see any other action like it. Okay. So you like the raid, the first raid better than the second? Ooh. That's like making me choose between both of my children. To be honest, they're both that good. Oh, okay. So it's like them clumped together. Oh, yeah. They're clumped together. It's the raid series, but the raid redemption, I got to say, is the one that made, that revolutionized everything. So that's why I have to discuss that one in particular. Okay. Yeah. Now my number one, number one on this planet. I love it. And it was like it was it was like it was meant to be my movie, my favorite movie. It's coming to America. Coming to America. That's not how it go though. But I don't care. You know that you know get it right. But no, coming to America came out literally three days and one year before my birthday. You must feel so special. I did. I, I do. It was like meant to be my movie. It was meant to be my birthday movie. I don't think yeah, so. Was, all right. You know, if you, they could have waited a year and then we would have been right on schedule. But whatever, you know, who, who <laughs> you, you don't know. But um, coming to America, you got Eddie Murphy, Arsidio Hall. Who else is it? James Amos or I'm not sure. There's a lot of different people on this movie. Louis Anderson, James Earl Jones, John Amos, Vanessa Calloway. Come on, there's a lot of people. This is an all-star cast. This really hasn't been done before where you have someone playing multiple parts, two people playing multiple parts. I think Arsidio Hall even said when he got the pitch from Eddie Murphy, he was like, yeah, I want to do this movie about this prince coming to America. Um... And he was like, yeah, you know, Arcea Hall was like, yeah, you know, we need more black, all black movies. He was like, it's just going to be me and you playing all the characters. He said, oh, fuck them niggas in. Like, I, I, love, I don't think they ever had. <laughs> like, Let's get this bag, my nigga. <laughs> yeah, he's like, fuck them this shit. The, movies, the money going to be for just us. But you never laugh so hard on Coming to America. People love Soul Glow. They love Sexual Chocolate. Like you can always say something from one from this movie. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, um, we share the gift of um, Prince Hakim uh, saying "Good morning," and then the guy goes, "Fuck you, fuck you." Yes, yes, fuck, fuck you, you too. too. We share that sometimes. You don't be a little Discord. trying to say it, you know, but you don't want your parents to hear you say it. Uh, like, sexual chocolate and that boy, that boy, good. Get shared in our Discord every now and again. Nobody loved this movie the way I love this movie. Nobody can quote this movie the way I can quote this movie. Stop playing with me. Catch me outside. How about that? Fight I don't me. know, man. I don't fight know. Me. I think. Fight I me. think. I think. I feel. I know a few people that could put you. Fight me. Okay. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um. Did you like the second Coming to America movie? Uh, I was man. gonna ask. You knew I was gonna ask. Okay, so it was going to have to be 
top motherfucking tier because I am the biggest coming to America fan. Mm-hmm. So I was like, we waited this long. I hate, and I, if I'm being honest, I hate when we take these great classic movies and we always feel like we have to do a number motherfucking two and a three and a four and then wait and also wait hella years to do it when these people aren't going to be in shape and look or in their prime yeah like matter when it comes to like i hate doing like i don't think we need remakes on every fucking thing that comes out like be creative and make your own movie we don't have to keep on oh let's remake this or let's do a two three four five this ain't fucking sharknado now i know they always wanted to do a number two and they've been pitching it and i was like listen i'm not i don't give a fuck I am going hard on number two. Y'all better do everything possible to make this a good movie. And this, uh, I was very disappointed. The only person that was good, the only person who was funny on that, on number two was Leslie Jones. That's saying a lot when you got all these comedians stacked on top of each other on this movie. Leslie Jones was the funniest. Um, I, didn't understand i don't know he slept with somebody in the club before he really got with lisa it was a hot i was like we don't have to do this i we really um, don't have to do this i remember uh wondering if you were if you liked it and then when you said you were disappointed i have never ended up watching it it's on i Amazon. didn't want to waste my time I, I was mad about it i watched it and i was like they defaked it really good you know to to do some flashback scenes of being in the club and stuff. oh so they did do they some did, deep faking yeah it was it wasn't bad deep faking i i liked it but then i was like eddie murphy is one of the funniest men alive you know and i didn't find him funny on here and I, it, was, it's your movie was uh was this also made by kenya barris as well yeah because you know i've, I've started to think stuff. back on what on on you people and no. he's just as dry in that, I feel. He's dry in you people, too. He's I not think as funny. He, I think his character is meant to be like I, that. I get and that. And I feel like on Coming to America, he was meant to be kind of funny. And I also, you can't be, we cannot bring back these old-ass niggas from the shop. They should be dead by now. <laughs> Why do we got the barbershop niggas? Who was in their seventies looking ass in 1988, and they in 2020, like they should be dead. Did so they look like, more decrepit? They looked at like some dried up raisins. Like <laughs> I was like, um, it wasn't. I love Eddie Murphy. I love Coming to America. I love everything it did for film. I was like, we could have did without coming to america too i watched it one time and i never watched it again because i was like i don't want to be upset (laughs) i don't want to be upset um if you haven't watched coming to america like you can go to hell though you can go to hell though (laughs) like the first one yeah like you can go to hell though like who haven't watched coming to america Uh. i'm not giving nobody race age none of that sexual preference i'm not giving anybody a pass no passes. No huh? passes. Huh. Y'all can see Gone with the Wind and, and then be like, oh, everybody should have seen Gone with the Wind or Wizard of Oz. No, everybody should see Coming to America, and I meant that. You know what? I am I can agree with that. I, I can side with that. I could definitely side with I that. I used to watch that every day, every freaking day as a, a kid all the way up. Like, 
and on my birthday, it is a must to watch on my birthday. It mm-hmm. is a tradition. I need to wake up like Chris Hakeem. I need to have my royal bath. The royal penis is clean. The royal vagina is clean. Give me a little hit. No, I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a little massage, a little ring, a little ring. But yeah, I, it's a tradition now for me to watch Coming to America on my birthday every year. So you can't top that one. What well, you got, homegirl, uh, homeboy? What's, what's really funny is we are going. You you went with the traditional one, and mm, in the tradition. same uh, in the same mind frame for mine. Uh, I went with the traditional one as well for me. This mm. is something I watch. We spoke about Father's Day. Uh, I watch every Father's Day. You watch this on every Father's Day. Every single Father's Day I've watched this. And it doesn't matter since I was a kid or not. Like, when I was a kid on so Father's you've Day. always been a father. I, I just always watched this movie. And you, it was always on. Because there was always a, like, Father's Day martial arts marathon on, on some channel somewhere. Do they think fathers, all fathers like martial arts? Genuinely speaking, there was always one yeah. on TV on what, when we had cable back in the day when we were kids. And, uh... I would end up watching it all the time. Did your just, dad watch it? Uh, yeah, he watched a few, actually. He did like them, but it wasn't his style. He was more of a cowboy guy. So mm. then you see a lot of westerns during Father's Day. You it's see a lot of martial arts old. films and actions and explosions during Father's Day. You don't see much of the other stuff during Father's Day. Everything's razor blades and combs and lawn mowers and commercials. Like, that's what that is. You okay. Know what I mean? So, I mean, my dad likes westerns. He likes the John Waynes. Yeah, so. that's cool. That's cool. See, I, every you either go into a certain lane. You go like military, cowboy, or martial arts. I That's where it. you go. I'd be like, come on, like I need y'all to like get. And out most the box. black people, most black people go those two Kung lanes. Fu. We go military and martial arts. Yeah. That's why we have the Wu Tang. <laughs> so come on now, you got us in suspense. What what's the movie? Uh, the absolute martial arts classic that is the nineteen seventy eight film, Drunken Master. Jackie Chan's Drunken you Master. You watch that too every year. You every watch single that. Father's Day, I will At watch this point, Drunken I know Master. the moves. Uh, I love, <laughs> I love the way he. Uh, it's just it gives me chills thinking about it. I, I love that movie so much. It's it is what made me really realize that martial arts is an, is a form of dance, and what they do on the film is dance. Wait, hold on. So you saying that Drunken Master is your favorite movie of all time? No. I'm saying it's one of my favorite movies of all time. This is just a, a pool. I'm not giving you my number one. No, I don't have a number one. They switch. Oh, okay. Depending on mood it's and stuff like that. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah, my um, This is just from a pool of I'm movies. I'm a solid bitch. Huh? I'm a solid bitch. So you yeah, you solid. Out. You solid for that. Because okay, I just... can be in an action mood. I can be in a horror mood. I can be in the suspense One minute mood. we in China. One minute we at Quantico. You know what I mean? That's just how. <laughs> I mean, hey, it could work that way. Espionage. <laughs> so, uh, Drunken Master, um, made by uh, Win Wu Win Wu Ping. Yeah, Win Win Wu Ping. I, I want to say, but Wu Ping is the last name for sure. For sure, that's just like a famous Chinese director in just cinema. He made uh, Snake and Eagle Shadow. Mm-mm. He made uh, oh, what was it? The Five Shaolins. I want to say. Do we say that this was like this? Was, I don't know if this is. Jackie Chan's first movie or not? This isn't his first movie, no. But this is this we'll is I want to say maybe his second or third. His first movie was uh, he was a stuntman for Bruce Lee. But then that before that or after that, it would have been I want to say Snake and Eagle Shadow. 
Do we feel like Drunken Master maybe put him on the map or what? Yeah, Drunken okay. Master was the one that put him on the map. Oh, that's what's up. It, it's definitely the one that made things go uh, way more abroad and make people go and look at, like, hey, hey, wait a minute. This is this is something here, too. There's something with this guy. Right. I mean, you know, Bruce Lee had, had broken down walls, right, at mm-hmm. this point in time. But, like, this was setting a new stage and a new precedence for things. Uh, Drunken Master really did just – it flooded – culture at that point in time and it's never really left since there's boxing matches where you can see where people start doing like the moves there's a whole drunken master uh uh fighting style in boxing um every single one of these martial arts video games fighting games uh fortnite all these things have a skin of some sort that look like you know the drunken master or it can make you have a little gourd on your hip while your dude's like, you know, wiggles around. Like it's it's cultural to this degree. Um it's got some of the best fights in it ever. Like, oh my god. The bamboo restaurant fight is one of my absolute yeah, favorites. Yeah, that was the, the the best. With the axe mer- uh, axe yeah. gang that comes in mm-hmm. and he has to spit on the thing and then use the bamboo shoots and he like makes it so it's sharp and it cuts them and ah! Do you, the, does everybody you know have watched drunken master like yeah, all your it's, friends it's basically stuff. all like everybody i've known who if you're a martial arts fan that is a movie in your top like it's in your top it doesn't matter where it is it's in there somewhere it's guaranteed gotcha. okay um it's guaranteed that that movie is in your top and i mean to be fair it's like you know these stunts they're real you're seeing jackie do them you know he has his little reel at the end you know and even with this movie um i will say i like both endings I don't mind the American or the edited version. I say American just because it made they made it more pleasant for Western viewers. But uh, there was also the ending where uh, Jackie's character uh, is blinded yeah. for the rest of his life because of the you know the shit he drank at the end, and you know he can't even speak. Like you giving out the spoilers. Huh? It's what about a people film who have from 1978? <laughs> oh, listen. <laughs> Some people just getting in on it, okay? <laughs> you messing Look, with I will say ended. this. If you are a fan of um, retro cinema, old cinema, if you're a fan of mar- old martial arts films, if you're a fan of modern day and would love to know the history of or see where it has come from, how things are different, how things are can have gone and evolved, yeah, take a step back and look at it because – the Legend of the Drunken Master is... It's a really good movie. So good. It's so good. And again, every Father's Day I watch. It's that and, like, It Man. There's a few of them that yeah, I actually you do, do watch. Yeah, do watch It Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I got to sit through sometimes, you know, like... You gotta, I got to make... I force and, you to watch it. Yeah, yeah, I need you, to you find suffer. me a cute little Mother's Day movie that I would need to watch as a tradition. Yeah. I don't know what it would be. Well, you gotta make one up. You gotta figure it out because I take I take advantage of my father's day, fam. I do. I take advantage of them joints. I'm because I I like being a father. So you know it is. When they come my month, on my day, anti ways. <laughs> I hope you guys really like our choices of film. I know you guys will probably love my choices. I mean, I, I always give you guys the heater. You know what I'm saying? Come Silver bullets. <laughs> <laughs> The, you know, a, mis, a misjudgment on my part with that one. But, you know, Come <laughs> to America, Selena Wren. If you haven't watched any of those, like, take the time out. It's Mother's Day. You know, what you can do for your mother, your baby mothers, or your, your, your girlfriends, sit them down and have them watch 
coming to America. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the best Mother's Day gift you can give <laughs> any mother in your life coming to America. Yo, what a stand for that movie. I respect your love for that movie. Yo. It's a really... Stop playing with Eddie Murphy. Stop playing with my friends. But it's a really good movie. I can't say the same because I'm going to be honest. I can't do the same for Coming to America too. but watch the classic and you won't regret it. I don't... I've never met anybody who said they didn't like Coming to America and if you do, like... I, you know, I'm not gonna. Your put hand no movement of the shoe was yeah, a, it was like, everything. Right. You, okay, you can leave. <laughs> you can die. You can go. <laughs> you don't know nothing. <laughs> but I mean, before we end it, I do want to just say, you know, Happy Mother's Day to all the great mommies in the world, to all the great ones. Because I'm gonna be honest, I don't think that all people, quote unquote, who call themselves them, just because you have a baby, don't mean your mother um, should get Happy Mother's Day. I'm sorry, there's some raggedy ass mothers out there or uh what egg donors we can say it for the women too egg donors there's some raggedy ones out there they don't even deserve a happy mother's day they don't deserve no flowers they don't deserve shit because they selfish but to all the amazing mothers out there amazing stepmothers out there girlfriends who take care of they you know they boyfriends kids you know what i'm saying happy mother's day you deserve it you want to say happy Mother's Day to your mommy? Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Uh, happy Mother's Day to my sister. Happy Mother's Day to anybody else and everyone out there who are good moms. I'm going to let the rest of that buzz pass that you just got on. I'm just saying, <laughs> it's a real thing. It's some raggedy-ass moms out here who don't deserve that. I'm sorry, I'm going on a little. But let's be honest, shots at the end there of the is pod. no I reason. It. I would never... I, there are people who are mothers I don't say happy Mother's Day too, <laughs> because you're not a good mother, and it's hard work. I'll out finish here. off uh, my last bit with a happy Mother's Day to you because top mom. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be trying. I'll be trying. That's why I get a little like it gets personal for me because this is hard work. You think I like being a mother every day? I don't. I be want to run away. <laughs> I'm out for, I'm going to go out for a couple of packs of smokes and don't come back. You know what I'm saying? I want to be <laughs> okay. It's hard work, so you know when there's women out there that don't do their jobs because there is that's not no myth. There's women who don't take care of their kids. You know, it just makes me mad like that. Sometimes they get the happy Mother's Day. They don't deserve it. So, any last words of wisdom before we head out and enjoy our Mother's Day weekend? No, but I'm ready for Father's Day to be here so I can watch Drunken Master now. But I do want to thank you guys so much for listening every week. Remember, we drop our new episodes every Friday on all streaming platforms. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Drunken Master it is. Cheers.